What is happening, my friends? It's good to see you. I, I feel like I always say that and I never can see you, but I'm sure you look great. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We are here doing another film. What is this called? Uh, First Rule of Film Club. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have seen this movie or not, but this guy, Steven Spielberg, he made a pretty happening remake of West Side Story. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, but yeah, the guy, <laughs> Steven Spielberg's a legend, right? We already know that. Uh, but the guy just had to go and make one of the most legendary movie musicals even more legendary. Yeah, his West Side Story is really good. So I sit down with my buddy JT. We talk about the movie. We both saw it. So we wanted to sit down and chat about it. And of course, because we chatted about it and it's such a great movie musical, yeah, we're going to do our top five movie musicals as well. It was a fun top five, not going to lie. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen West Side Story, this new one, uh, I really can't recommend enough how that like you have to go see it in the theater. If you haven't been to the theater in two years, this is the perfect thing to get you into a movie theater. It's so <laughs> I we're we're gonna talk about it, so you'll you'll hear us talk about it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's safe to say that uh, Steven Spielberg didn't mess it up. It's still a total uh, thrill, and uh, the guy's got every bit as much magic left <laughs> as he did in the. Uh, whatever your favorite Spielberg movie is. But yeah, so we talk about West Side Story. We do these top five movie musicals and it was a great chat. So I hope you'll stick around and check it out. Uh, yeah, if you're not following the Filmstruck Film Club, it's a little thing that I've been running for a couple years now or watch a movie a week. It's not really related to this per se, but you know, a lot of the times we're going to watch movies from the Criterion Channel or something, a lot of older films, a lot of international films. What did we watch recently? We watched a Jean-Luc Godard movie recently. We watched uh, Rope. If you've never seen Hitchcock's Rope, we watched that recently. So it's a, it's a fun club. If you're looking for uh, you know a little guidance with maybe maybe you're getting a Criterion subscription with with a Christmas present, who knows? Uh, yeah, we're having fun with the Filmstruck Film Club. So go shoot that a follow if you don't already. And uh, without much further ado. Here is JT and I talking about West Side Story and then bum, 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 our favorite movie musicals. All right, y'all. I will talk to you. Uh, well, you, I'll talk to you in a second. Here we go. Well, if it isn't my fellow Jet JT. Hey, I'd like to be a shark. Please. You can be Thank a shark. You, you can be Thank a shark. You. you just have more of the letters in your name for Jet. I guess that's that's true, but I don't it know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Whether we'll you're a Jet the... or a shark, it's clear that we both saw the West Side Story remake this this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm. I think I'm just not ready to make a lifelong commitment. And you know, when you're a Jet, you're a Jet for life. And yeah, I yeah. just, I don't have that kind of stay power you know so i'm a, I'm a free okay. man hey you know you're you're a free agent ready to get picked up that's right maybe you'll be one of the egyptian kings or whatever <laughs> Nah, i think i'm nah. just gonna roll solo that's probably for the best wallflower it in the be like Va life. valentina you know you'll be the rita moreno sure but, yeah. and so so let's let's get right into it first first of all but before we get into any of the details um had you seen the original 
Well, let's talk about the movie. It's Steven Spielberg. No, no, no. We, 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 we will get there. We will okay. get to Steven. We will okay. get to Steven. There's, there's a lot of ground to cover, but we'll cover it quickly. Before we get to Steven, I want to know, had you seen the 1961 Academy Award winning of original? Course. Okay. And, yes. and was that a long time ago? Was it one time? No, was no. It- I think I watched it in, this year, maybe earlier in like January or February. I was doing, you know pandemic just watching stuff mm-hmm. checking checking things off the letterbox list yep. and uh was doing i think concurrently the 1001 movies you must see to be- before you die shout out uh, to that book am i right yes uh, a new one own. new one came out yesterday actually. no way yeah. with 2020 films in it mm-hmm. so like nomad lands in it yeah all right let's yeah. go i gotta look at that uh what's her name from uh uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is on the cover. Really? Anyway, yeah. Hey, cool. All right. Good to know. Uh, Small plug there. So I was doing that. Criterion and uh, Best Picture winners all. But I had seen it, I think, Once probably 10 years ago or something uh, for the first time. But I had revisited it earlier this year. So, yes, I am familiar with the original screen version. Right on. Was it was it something that you were like, hey, that's pretty good, or were you like, yeah, that's a musical? Oh, I think it's I think it's probably the most uh, beautifully staged, colorful, fun to look at film musical maybe ever. I think it's probably the uh, the industry standard for what to aim for is what you want your musical to look like aesthetically. Uh, But it's you know it's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and it's you know how many times can you tell Romeo and Juliet how many different ways you'd be surprised <laughs> oh well I think I've seen now three uh, three no four versions of it uh, this year alone so yeah, so there's there's quite a few so yeah the story is uh, you know you gotta spice it up somehow and I think the original film is just does that brilliantly aesthetically yeah um, I think there's I think there's problems with the story yeah. Just with that's just the way the play is written, and that's my problem with this version of it. The uh, new, the new one? No, any version. Oh, okay. Of West Side. I, I'm talking about Romeo and Juliet. Is any that version it, of that story? It's always going to suffer from the original blueprint that yeah that has and, some flaws in it already. Well, the original blueprint is just well, you have to believe that these two are in love after meeting at a dance one time and care enough about them to when tragedy strikes Mm -hmm. uh it's affecting and for a lot of people it works i mean it's that's why they keep doing it over and over again and i just think that story has never worked on me emotionally to where i've cared enough about these characters by the end of two or two and a half hours that it affects me in any kind of visceral way Mm -hmm. but that being said this this new version just is a probably 20 minutes longer than the first one. Maybe oh, is it longer than that? Oh, damn. I didn't even realize it was like, it so flies much by. Yeah. It, it flies really by. Does, man. It's two hours and 38 minutes or something like that. And mm-hmm. I didn't look at my watch till about the time I look at my watch. Every time I see this story, which <laughs> is right after the uh, and you're like somebody should be dead by now yeah and two <laughs> people do get dead and then you're like okay now uh, we're waiting for the other two get and dead. and you realize that there's only like 30 minutes left and you're like okay there's 30 minutes for us to like really get behind this love 
you know, mm-hmm. affair and hope that the and you, you know, it just doesn't work on me, the mm-hmm. story. But that being said, Spielberg's film. Let's talk about it, man. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> well, I think you're a little higher on it than me. So you go ahead and oh man, uh, I've sway been, me. I've been huffing fumes the last couple of days waiting to go see it a third time because yes, I saw it. The, I saw it opening night, Friday night, with my mom and my girlfriend, which is special because it's like my mom's favorite movie. It's her favorite musical. She grew up on the soundtrack. So, like, I, I very much wanted to see it with her because I, I don't know about you, but when I heard that Steven was making this movie, I, like, wanted to throw up. When I saw the trailer, I was so bummed. I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, that to me, it would be like if Martin Scorsese was like, I'm remaking Blazing Saddles. But see, you've just like- named you've just named two directors that given their track record, and now that you've seen this new well, now version, that so well, yes, so now like, but-, but this has happened over and over where you're like, I can't believe I'm about to go see but- this this Christmas a Scorsese movie about a little kid and a whatever <laughs> a clock who gives and then you go and you're like oh I oh, don't know why I doubted myself that <laughs> that's gonna, gonna go was it gonna be picture. yeah 10 Oscar nominate so you know yes. so yeah is- you're right I mean I I guess I should have had more faith in in the man behind the wheel I just thought it was such a ballsy uh thing to tackle because it's it's like what you, you you know you said it yourself like the the original is just like on such a high pedestal and like deservedly so that it's kind of like why would you try to remake it it's like try it's like saying you're going to remake Lawrence of Arabia the godfather or something it's like you're just you sound like an asshole well here's something that's interesting is because i in the past like maybe 10 15 years ago was not the biggest spielberg guy i was kind of uh lower or or colder (laughs) on certain quote-unquote classics uh than some other people were like close encounters never really did it that much for i think it's good Mm -hmm. but never really did it for me same with raiders where i love uh last crusade that that would Mm -hmm. be my indie movie cool um yeah so he was just kind of felt overrated and then now when i look back on a lot of his stuff I'm almost like an apologist to myself <laughs> just being like, man, you were a little hard on the guy because he makes some bangers. He's and then got when, some good ones. It's just that he makes so many movies that he, he that, does, that's the, that's okay. almost his, his problem. Well, <laughs> then I looked, I looked at the last 10 years, mm-hmm. like since uh, Lincoln, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I was kind of not crazy about Bridge of Spies. I really love the post. Really, and, be, and people don't really dig that movie. I've seen it like ten times. I think the post is amazing. Man, how is how is it on that island? <laughs> oh, dude, the, the post is fantastic. I love it. Uh, but you know, there's a couple other in there that you're just kind of like, eh, eh. Yeah, but, I was. I but was then when that. I saw the trailer for this, I was pumped, and I was like, he is going to make this look as Spielbergy awesome. You know, all of his color palettes, he's going to shoot on digital or whatever he's going to shoot on and (laughs) just like go nuts. And uh, yeah, I was blown away by how it looked. And I thought going in like this is going to be a banger, even though I already know this fucking story and it's like hopefully it works. Mm -hmm. It's 20 minutes longer. Maybe it goes into (laughs) some and it does uh, go into some other characters a little more. But 
I just think the ancillary characters too, aside from Rita Moreno's mm-hmm. uh, Valentina, which is what's awesome. Such, uh, a, such a nice way to uh, to change that dynamic because it's mm-hmm. usually her husband or, or yeah, would the guy who would have been Doc is usually that part. And then to have him be dead and it's her, the widow that is running the store is nice because you get this female perspective and also she's Puerto Rican. So it was just such and a some fan move. service. To, oh, well, of course. Yeah, and she's, yeah. the, she was Anita. Yeah. Academy um, Award. But, uh, but I think it kind of suffers also that the main love story is just kind mm-hmm. of overshadowed by these two other characters, Riff and um, Maria's, bro- yeah, mm-hmm. who are way more charismatic and actually interesting than anybody else in the movie. Yeah, but like everybody, really, they're the two. And then when they go down, you're just kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, we're, oh, we're stuck with uh, Ansel, and- Ansel Elgort, and yeah. uh, and I, man, which I, really I didn't know he got Rachel Zegler. She's which great. I didn't know he got me too. Yeah, I, big time. I, he's he's like actively in the middle of that, so it's it's really kind of a conundrum. Yeah, I didn't. I had not heard about that till yesterday after oh, I'd okay. seen the movie. So they've, that they've didn't, done a good job burying it. I'll say that much. Well, it didn't. It didn't tarnish my viewing experience because I am not up on my TMZ. So okay, you know, I went in just you. being like, "Oh, it's the baby driver guy. All right. Wow, he is tall. Okay, he sings all right." <laughs> hey, did, you know. did did you did you? So my uh, when we finished watching the movie that the first night I saw it, and my brain was just exploded. Um, my mom was like, Steven Spielberg, who, who knew that? Like, where did he find that young Marlon Brando? And I was like, who are you talking about? And she was like, the guy who played Tony. Do you think he looks like Marlon Brando? The- do, you, do you see that? Do you see Ansel Elgort in, as Tony in this film? Did, did he, did you ever, looking back on it now, do you see any young Marlon Brando? Not at all. Okay, because I didn't really either, but she, <laughs> she did. And I, and then I was like, oh, wow! Okay, I, I see. Kudos I guess, for El Gordon. You know, I guess. I guess it's like the the small eyes and the freckles and the charm. But uh, I was like, yeah, maybe not Marlon. But anyway, um, can I tell you the one scene that did work on me? Please. That's that's go- that's contender for scene of the year for me, actually. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a movie that might not even make my top ten, mm-hmm. but it's under the bleachers when you know, everything quiets down and they're having their little ballet, basically. Mm-hmm. If you look through the cracks in the bleachers, the people dancing, the people dancing behind it are in slow motion. Oh. They are, they are moving at half speed and our characters in the foreground are in, you know, this dreamlike ballet, basically mm-hmm. under the bleachers. I thought that was like, an incredible touch that you have to actually be like really paying attention mm-hmm. to see like the people in the back are not are are moving in this kind of also their own ballet but at half speed mm-hmm. it's just this really crazy effect it um, just it just goes to highlight how, like so i i immediately went and saw the film the next day like at noon i had to just like go immediately to see it again because i was so high on this movie but like the rewatchability factor, there are so many like Easter eggs, like kind of from the original film and uh, just like kind of for theater people. But then also just all of these little tricks and stuff. There's, I don't know if it's something that you caught, but there's a scene where uh, where Tony and Maria meet up and they get on the subway to go uptown to the, the cloisters and 
there's beautiful stuff that happens up there anyway. But when they go down into the train station and the train pulls in, it the the sound of the brakes, like the sound design, mm-hmm. are the notes of "There's a place." Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, they, there's a bunch of spots Dude, in it that that does it. That you... fucked me up. Okay, well, there's a lot of there's a lot I'm of little. Telling things. you, I was mouth agape tears in my eyes when i was just like steven you bastard <laughs> oh there's there's like these long takes with this like very intricate choreography with so many so many characters just like on the street or whatever mm-hmm. and you'll see like the light change the the jets are running through oh, and they like the traffic, cars break and on the, the cards have to break mm-hmm. the, before they to slam the in, to yeah before they slam into each other on rhythm and this is after a 25 second crane shot that if they don't hit that mark on cue it's it reminds me of what they did in again baby driver with mm-hmm. uh uh edgar wright setting totally. up the choreography 100%. to match up with the sounds uh or excuse me with the beat mm-hmm. um yeah boy baby driver baby can't watch that great, one man. at all anymore uh- <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude. Or <laughs> I mean, I'm really hoping John Hamm doesn't get busted next. As long as John Hamm and Jamie Foxx are cool, I think we'll make it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's a tough rewatch. But oh uh, man. Anyway, yeah, I I I think it's just a beautiful spectacle. Great to see on a big screen. I sat third row, biggest screen at the <clears throat> at the Grove. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I uh, I got lucky because uh, over here in Burbank, where they they have the Dolby show oh yeah yeah yeah. and dude i gotta tell you seeing this movie in dolby was like transcendent (laughs) yeah i mean i would go see it again it's it's uh yeah it really like and and you know i i was looking at the guy's movies i call steven spielberg the guy guy. yeah you know that uh, guy between so like quentin tarantino for example is like getting ready to make his 10th and final film right since saving private ryan Steven Spielberg has made 13 movies. Yeah. Just since 98. Like, and that's not his 90s, 80s, 70s. Do you know if this was shot at all during the pandemic or was it in the can before? I think there were, I think there were just a couple reshoots, but for the most part, everything was done. Uh, Okay. Because there are scenes that are like 100% supposed to be, you know, on a rooftop or something that are Mm. definitely soundstage. And I don't know if that was a, purposeful uh you know homage to the way musicals or if it was a necessity like or if they had to just shoot on a closed set or whatever Mm -hmm. because part of what made me excited about spielberg taking on west side story was the idea of him shooting like on location in new york or in some sort of like you know Mm -hmm. not not necessarily a soundstage Right. And uh, I didn't know if he got robbed of that opportunity or if it was just. No, I, I, I know that like the whole, you know, America number was like, mm-hmm. I remember when they shot that in New York and it was like a whole cool thing where they like shut down parts of Uptown. And like I had friends who were like, I could see them filming it from my window. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, well, you're a lucky bastard <laughs> in hindsight. At the time, I would have been like, boo. <laughs> well, does this, uh, is this a good spot to talk about other musicals? Should it you, is. Do you I wanna, mean, yeah. I mean, did, like, did this make your top? I mean, is this going to make your top I'm, of the year? I'm just going to say it right now. I got a couple movies I still need to see, but okay, right now, this, this is the hard to beat one in for Carson, where it's okay. just like, 
where like it it just hit every right note for me right it just like it was it was the unexpected nature of it like think, thinking that I needed to like somehow protect myself from it and then like the kind of the in the first scene really being able to let my guard down and then like just as it unfolded being like oh my god I was so wrong I was so wrong and also I like I did not really grow up like on West Side Story. I don't know all the words to all the songs. Like, yeah, for, for whatever reason, it wasn't one of those movies for me. I, w- I was shocked at how many of the songs I did know. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're, and they're I think probably songs. just from seeing, it's probably just from seeing it, you know, a handful well, yeah. of times. But you know, but at the same time, just like, oh right, but some of them are like banger. standards now. Yeah. You know, like Maria is like a standard. Yeah, like, I know like one done. line in every, you know, yeah, exactly in, in six songs, whatever. But I, I guess I was just like, I was so pleasantly surprised. And then and then also like like thinking you're going to go see something bad and then realize that you're watching like the best magic show you've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. that was not what I was getting myself ex- like ready for. And also just like the discovery of some really cool new people like Mike Feist, who plays Riff, I oh, thought man. was sensational. He's just a stage guy, right? Or yeah, is he, he was a, a he's a to, he's he's a new he's you know he's been doing a couple things. He's he's on a TV show on Amazon. He's done a couple indie movies, but for the most part, he was he in was Newsies awesome. on Broadway, and he was nominated for a Tony for. Do you, you know who he answer? reminded me of? Who? And like his his voice, his mannerisms, some of some of like his reactions was almost identical to uh andrew mccarthy and uh you remember he was in like weekend at bernie's and you know a bunch of like eight late 80s stuff totally his his voice sounds the same and that's not that's not a knock at all no no that's like mccarthy's cool isn't he in like less than zero and yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or is that the same guy they were thinking of the same guy yeah yeah Yeah. and saint Elmo's fire and stuff yeah yeah yeah, he's he's cool i like him yeah, but I, uh, I wish he was still working all the time. I do too. <laughs> but I was watching. I was like, "Holy shit! This is this would have been that role for I could I couldn't stop thinking of him." But yeah, he uh, he was. I hope he uh, has a Hollywood career ahead of him as well. I, yeah, like just right in right in line with like Timmy Chalamet. It's just like put him in line. He gets to do movies forever now with all the best directors, and that's just gonna keep happening. How old like, is he? Uh, probably, probably, you know, just under 30 or maybe 30. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but the guy who played Bernardo blew my mind. I thought he was so good. Yeah. Uh, Ariana DeBose, who plays Anita, was like, real. like, I, I, I guess I had like higher expectations for her because that's like an Academy Award winning role and Rita Moreno's in the well, movie. Tough with you shoes. Tough, tough shoes to fill, but I thought she filled them like a motherfucker and she oh, dances yeah, she her held ass on. off. Like the dancing was so impressive. And I She's just thought a lot like of everyone sounded so takes. good. Yeah, man. Long, yeah, she's she's hitting it. Dude, I got emotional watching America just because I was like, this is such a well-executed piece of musical theater on screen. And I like there's uh, so many musicals came out this year. I mean, there's there might be two or three musicals nominated for Best Picture this year. That's crazy. That doesn't happen. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then and then there's like yeah, and Annette is one, Cyrano is still coming out, and then you know, oh, you right. got like the animated ones, like Encanto is mm-hmm. a musical and stuff. But like, there's just not, we're not like, we're not wanting in musicals at the moment. There's a ton of them and most of them are kind of not even that good. So that's why this one being so fucking good and so like traditional, but also pushing everything forward. I was just, clearly I loved it. And I, I, I will be happy if Spielberg wins another director for this. 
Oh, he's he's getting nominated. You know that. Yeah, I mean, I would. I'm. You know, we could talk about this another time. But like, Jane Campion would be cooler to win. Mm-hmm. But um, PTA. Well, yeah, because you know, people who haven't won. But I'm just like, for a guy with a career like his to then come out at seventy whatever years old and make one of the greatest musical movies ever, I'm just like damn dude how you and Kubrick are just like yeah we have one of the best movies ever in every genre you're welcome yep there's uh it's 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 the best one of the last 10 years at least of Spielberg's films or or no of of musicals I'm I'm looking at my list and uh, I don't think I have anything from the last 10 years necessarily in the same I mean, vein you know anyway. we, we it may come up but um like la la land is maybe the one that like at least like critically and mm. whatever it's like that one seemed to seem to connect sure um, but anyway yeah we can we could drop it clearly uh i loved it jt liked it plus i liked it very much liked it plus okay yeah and uh so yeah if you haven't seen west side story the steven spielberg movie go fucking see it it's it's time Oh yeah, um, it's a big screen. It's a big screen spectacle. It's a big screen must see, almost like you know Titanic or something. You got to go see it in the theater. Yeah, I'm talking to other people. I know you. You don't need to go see Titanic again, JT. Um, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and knock these out, man. We got we got some we got some top five faves for uh, movie musicals. We already yeah. talked about one forever, so I I left it off my list. <laughs> uh but which one are you talking about West Side West Side story, story? Yeah. I just either of them i don't have either of them on the my list either that's okay we talked about it for half an hour i, I would love to hear yours first though i, would I love think to that's a good idea got. uh well mine probably a little recency bias but it was also my number one movie of last year and that was hamilton right the, on the uh you know the that Disney counts Plus. that counts by the way I'll, I'll i'll give you that counts hey you know what i'm not really looking for your approval i'm just gonna go ahead and do my top five how i like it do it and and uh yeah hamilton um i put it off seeing it uh forever just because you kind of have to drag me to musicals even when i think i'm going to like it mm-hmm. and uh i just put it off put it off and then shutdown happened even though i had tickets and was finally getting around to see it didn't happen didn't work out but saw it on disney plus blown away drank the kool-aid like everybody else and uh yeah, yeah it was a pretty my, tasty kool-aid that Hamilton. yeah and i uh was listening to the car like a maniac it was yeah love it hamilton the musical that's my number five if you if you just had to you're you're producing the movie you're picking a director right now to make the cinematic version of hamilton who who would you put in there to do it kugler mm. that's a great fucking choice kugler would be a really cool choice for hamilton the movie kugler or spike but like but, but, oh you know what what about janica bravo who did actually Zola? Spike might be good. Spike, Spike would a... be good, man. Shit, why not? <laughs> well, he's done this the stage musical thing. He's done yep. he's done that a couple times. So and yeah, he, he filmed that David Byrne thing, American. That's what Utopia. I'm saying. Oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, his and the Mike Tyson thing and the anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's your number five? Well, uh, I hope I don't step on your toes. But my my number five is um, animated. And it's uh-huh. rated R, and it's uh-huh. the South Park bigger, longer, uncut. I mean, don't just go ahead. Okay, go ahead, get into it. I, uh, I, I've, I've, I saw it when it came out in the theater. It was one of the hardest I ever laughed in the theater. 
the music is hilarious and incredible. Uh, and I mean, like anytime I rewatch that movie, I, I just wind up laughing and I, I'm I'm still surprised that they managed to pull that off. Yeah, it's uh, it it was on my list, but I have audibles. So okay, that's all okay. good. So, yeah, it, it would have been my number four. OK, OK, that's OK. Uh, so, yeah, it's not a big deal. I've got a different number four for you. But uh, yeah, what can you say? It's one of the funniest uh, movie going experiences I ever had. You were probably a little young for that. Right? which is why i really dug it <laughs> yeah uh yeah i yeah, remember 99 i was like in fifth or sixth grade so yeah, I, I remember i was seeing a rated r kids. movie <laughs> i was i was seeing uh parents pulling kids out of the theater but we all felt like i mean it was a packed house people yeah. were losing their minds it was non-stop laughter only a couple of times do i remember there being that much laughter in a theater and uh the songs are bangers and songs are bangers dude i can i always think of robin williams performing blame canada at the oscars mm -hmm. and uh just one of the best oscar moments so yeah south park would have been my number four but i'll quickly just throw an audible in there and do it. uh and do another r-rated musical sweeney todd Ooh, good man that was that was my uh my little pick for that one that uh if you had swiped south Something. park i had a i had a feeling that was happening um but sweeney todd was a i remember going to the theater with two of my buddies and we we pre-gamed at the bar across the street and we were like a little tipsy three just regular dudes going to see a musical in the <laughs> afternoon yep and we were just looking at each other like what what are we doing with our lives and uh ended up you know, being shocked at how much we enjoyed it, walking around uh, the streets. Uh, what was her name? The the daughter, uh, Joanna. The, Joanna. Yeah. Oh, all night, like fools. That was but, a fun uh, surprise. That movie too, because I mean, it was like it seemingly was a match made in heaven. Like, oh, Tim Burton's doing Sweeney Todd. Like, yeah. and Johnny Depp is gonna do the oh, part. Totally like, morbid. Is, gonna be great. And dark and and it really uh, like rose to the occasion I helena thought. bottom carter just going for it uh mm -hmm. over the top performance yeah i i think sweeney todd's a, a classic even a holiday classic truly i mean a dark yeah. a dark one but you know sure there's plenty you of like red in that movie yeah <laughs> what's your Tons number four? of red well also just before it's gone uh shout out to steven sondheim r.i.p oh yeah I mean, he, we didn't bring him up during West Side Story, but uh, Sweeney Todd is probably my favorite uh, Sondheim movie that I've, that I've seen. Yeah, uh, so just, just wanted to squeak that in. Um, so yeah, my number four is... Uh, is uh, so I'm torn because I want to say Jingle Jangle. Oh. <laughs> because... It's just, I rewatched it recently. It's the, for those that don't know, I've already talked about it on this pod. It's the Christmas Netflix musical. Uh, and I just, I rewatched it last week. And this is now two Christmas seasons in a row where I've gotten to watch that movie. And it just warms my heart right the fuck up. And I love Jingle Jangle. So I, I wanted to make sure it got said. But my real number four, I'm going to throw this in there, is uh, Purple Rain. Oh, Purple Rain at number four. Yeah. Wow. You thought okay. it'd be like you thought it'd be higher. Well, it's higher on my list, but oh go ahead. shit! Okay, well then I I won't take up. No, too no, much no. Time, I like it. I like it. I like it. We'll talk about it now. That would I, be my number two. I'm gonna oh, keep wow. it at number two. Solid. Keep it at number two, please. Yeah. No. Yeah. I 
it's one of those things that like when you tell people that have never seen it to go watch it they're like this movie kind of sucks and it's like yeah but the performances are why you watch that movie it's like it's it's like control it's like a kind of a shitty movie and then anytime he is doing a prince song it's like one of the best things you've ever seen and and i and i i just have such a place in my heart for prince and such a place in my heart for that movie so purple rain is just and also like the most cinematic music video album still like still no one's figured out how to do their own purple classic lines super campy also kind of fucked up doesn't really age well at times but it's it is what it is and the soundtrack probably the greatest soundtrack of all time probably and also one of the greatest albums of all time like i mean it's just uh it's an incredible piece of work and more stay in the senses what's that and, and more stay, stay in the time oh yeah there. and also more stay in the time so yeah it's a per, there's not enough you can say about purple rain some of the just darling nikki alone is one of Dude, the greatest songs it's ever like written that that was i think when i first watched the movie it was darling nikki when i was like oh shit prince is like the coolest guy ever yeah and, and it was like and where's from high that moment i was like just, yeah. always like watching prince i got to see him live twice and it you, was uh, I couldn't it be was more incredible jealous. it was one of the incredible. great regrets of my life is passing up an opportunity to see prince because i just oh. thought there'd be more no unfortunately <sighs> not but it was uh he's he's a legend all right well my we number your, three... yeah go for it i have something at number three that would definitely step on your toes and i'm not going to do that to you but in the vein of uh, your jingle jangle pick, I am going to sub in a Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is my favorite telling of Charles Dickens' Christmas classic. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. The Muppets, all of their movies, I wanted to do a cheat and just include every incarnation of the Muppets because yes. all of the original songs are always amazing. They're always memorable. They're always hilarious. And the deal with the Muppets is they're all just kind of disgusted with each other. Think each other is the biggest moron they've ever met, but <laughs> they stick up for each other because they're all fiercely loyal friends. And I think that's something the world need more of, even though we can't stand one another, we should be all just kind of stick up for each other. And the, giving season of the holidays muppet christmas carol i love that i just read recently that the only reason michael kane did that was because he wanted to make a movie that his kids could see (laughs) yeah fair enough (laughs) and so he was that was like the only reason he said yes and we're all lucky he did uh what's your number three um so i'm part of my thing here is it's like is it what I think is the best movie musical or my favorite? So I'm going to go with the favorite. I'm, I'm going to continue to go with my favorite. So good. Uh, number three is uh, what I consider kind of like the granddaddy of them all. Just like, and many do it's singing in the rain. Oh, okay. Singing in the rain is such a fucking banger, dude. When was the last time you watched singing in the rain? I watched about 30 minutes of it a week ago. Oh, and, uh, and you were good. Fell asleep, <laughs> fell asleep. And uh-huh. that would be about the eighth time I've tried to watch Singing in the Rain. And no I, way. And I get about an hour into it every time. And I always start it too late or I always start it when something else happens mm-hmm. or I lose interest. And I have never finished watching Singing in the Rain, which wow. is embarrassing to admit. Hey, but- you know what? It's OK, man. The- for whatever I, we all have these movies where it's like, I've tried so many times. And at this point it's like, I, I hate 
that movie. You know what yeah, I mean? At this like, point, I'm like, I'm never going to get around to it. It's like, I'm I don't want to know what happens. Don't tell me what happens. Like, it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to be forced to watch it with other people around me. Like, we're all sitting down and we're watching this and like, okay, this is, we're all in this together. Yeah. But me just sitting there with access to my phone and all mm -hmm. other thing distractions, I just can't seem to. I, if When they play it at the Academy Museum, I'll go. I'll go with you. There we go. We'll see it uh, on the big screen. Yeah, because I mean, I for my money, Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor and and uh, Debbie Reynolds are just like they they've never been better. All three of them just fucking kill in that movie. Donald O'Connor doing Make Him Laugh is one of the greatest things I've ever seen on screen. Obviously, the Singing in the Rain song is iconic and that whole number is great. But I mean, if you want to see a killer dance number, you got to watch Moses Supposes with Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor. The amount of just like slapstick bits that they're doing, I, for my money, man, that movie well, just Well, so this is, is the, the thing shit. about every time I watch Singing in the Rain, <clears throat> when the dance numbers happen, I'm like, okay, I could watch this for two hours. This is going to be great. And then mm -hmm. after the third or fourth one, I'm like, I don't, I don't even remember what the story is anymore. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy waiting for those moments mm -hmm. and not paying attention to the story. And then after I see enough of them, I'm, yeah, I just really need to focus. Hey, that's, I, I think a big but the song and, and a dance theater, stuff. you know, at like a five or six or 7 PM screening is going to be, is going to be, if, if not the one that does it for you, maybe at least you'll see the ending. Well, the, uh, the song and dance numbers uh, obviously are, are, are not foreign to me yeah so i uh, i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah so uh that's that's uh that's my number three all right well you took my number two but i'm gonna audible and for my number two i will say uh greece fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm and that was a real tough tough pick but i'm gonna i'm leaving a couple open for you um okay. Uh, I've just seen that one probably the most times of mm -hmm. anyone. I have a younger sister and I'm not going to blame her for making me watch it because I watched Grease myself on my own when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old or whatever. Did, it did was they just constantly on TV. On. Is that what it was? It was on TV all the time? It was because like I saw on... Grease so many times growing up. I think we had a VHS and it was like one of the ones that was just in constant rotation. Like someone would put it on or or the you know, we were at somebody's babysitter or something and they, the babysitter only had that and, you know, something else. Mm -hmm. And so they put it on, it had music, all, everyone could watch, even though when you watch it now, you're like, holy shit, this whole thing is just about them trying to get laid or have an abortion or do like, like wild teenage shit. And mm -hmm. you don't, uh, you don't really pick up on that when you're eight or nine or 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, but Grease <laughs> is like a super funny, super kind of subversive musical and uh, everyone in it just knocks it out of the park. No one, no one drops the ball in Grease. It's, it's so good, man. Constant, I, I forgot. It is. I forgot to even write it down. I just forgot to even include it at all, but it's absolutely one of the best. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I snagged it then. I'm glad you did too. Uh, well, yeah, so that's that's my number two. Great. Um, <clears throat> my number two is uh, from France. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee, oui, baby. It's, uh, it's a Jacques Demy musical. Uh, most people, I guess, would probably say Umbrellas of Cherbourg, 
but I'm going out on the limb, not that far out on the limb and picking young the girls ladies. of Rochefort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yep. Maybe. Young girls of Rochefort, I just find it to so like Umbrellas of Chabor is is probably the better movie, but mm-hmm. it's just so damn sad that I don't like really want to watch it. <laughs> but Young Girls of Rochefort, I found myself just putting it on and just putting it on and just putting it on because I can watch that thing all the time. Hi and bye, Lauren. Hey, bye. There, there's Lauren back there. Uh, I could watch that movie just any old time. It's just like it's just so romantic and joyful. And the and even though I don't speak French, all the music in it, I just like I've I've heard it enough times now to where like I won't read the subtitles. I'll just like look them in their eyes as they sing. And uh, and Gene Kelly's got a killer cameo in that movie. Um, so if if you if you're out there and you've never seen Young Girls of Rochefort and you like musicals, it's so sixties and it's so fun and jazzy. Yeah, it is his, his 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 films are just great and yeah. those i can somehow sit through and huh. and make it make it through those i don't know what it is it's criterion baby it is maybe it's my <laughs> you'll give it a little more my prestige attention. brain yeah, yeah i don't know it's just it's so I, whatever man no it's, hey. it's it is what it is you like what you like you know um well speaking of liking what i like i'm so glad you didn't snag my number one yet Okay. And uh, it's little something called the Blues Brothers. <gasps> Fuck that. yeah, uh, man! I've seen the Blues Brothers probably, I, I probably as many times as I've seen Grease. Now I think about it. Cool. Uh, it's just nonstop hilarious. Uh, great cameos by everything. They recorded everything live, mm-hmm. or most most things live anyway. Cool. Uh, just. I, I, there's nothing really to say about the Blues Brothers other than it's checks every box for me. Um, a must watch for sure. A must watch. Car chases galore. Crashes many cars or more cars than in any other film. Yeah, that cop car pileup is so fun. Yeah, Belushi <laughs> and top notch cocaine stardom. Uh, Ackroyd yep. killing it. Uh, yeah, it's just Carrie Fisher doesn't get enough credit in that. Yeah, love Blues Brothers. Dude, that's a that's a solid that's your number one. That's my number one. Super solid number one, man. Thanks, bud. Yeah, What's I yours. Uh, I already well, know what yours is. What is it? It's La La Land. You wish. Oh no. <laughs> I love La La Land. Absolutely adore La La Land. I think it's so great. But uh no, I recently rewatched this movie and it is <clears throat> it's one of my favorite movies in general, but it's Moulin Rouge. Oh no! Yes, no. yes, oh, yes. I okay. am a sucker for Baz Luhrmann as it is, but Moulin Rouge hit me at the perfect time in my life. I I like started singing for real, trying to sing along to that soundtrack, and like made me want to do more musicals and like try harder. <laughs> and uh, even just in rewatching it recently, I just think it's. So like that camera is there, there isn't a hotter potato camera in a movie ever than, than that. And the editing could make you have a seizure, but I love it. I love its kinetic popcorn, hot lava, just absolute bonkers cinematography. And then just such fun, fun ways of folding in all these pop songs. That's like been done and done and done to death you know, thank you, Glee, and things like that. But not until Moulin Rouge showed up was it really happening. So, like, 
sitting down and watching that movie and being like, whoa, smells like teen spirit is happening while we're in this strip club in Paris in the 1890s. And there's like, I just, I love the farcical romance of it, all the misdirection and like mistaken identity and stuff. It just, it just slaps for me. I think it's peak Nicole Kidman. I think it's peak Ewan McGregor, peak Baz Luhrmann and just one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, well. You disagree. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, man. Uh, No, I just think you you just kooked my list all over the place. You, uh, yeah, boy, oh boy. The things I did for you on this list. (laughs) What? What happened? Oh, nothing. I just, um, yeah, I was saving La 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 Land would have been my number three. I'm glad Muppet Christmas Carol made it, though. Right on. You took Purple Rain. You took South Park. You're brutal. Hey, man, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like we like some of the same musicals. Well, which is cool. I can't believe two of the ones that I had on my audible list didn't get mentioned, which, which are were the 1982's Annie, which <laughs> I've seen so many times. John Huston's Al- Annie. Yeah. Albert <laughs> Finney is Daddy Warbucks. That that movie's killer, man. Hell yeah. And and uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, see, Factory. that's a good one, too. Yeah. There's some good I, tunes in there. I mean, honestly, I left out a ton. I didn't I didn't include any animated musicals because right. Well, why? except for South Park. Well, okay, yeah. I, I guess I meant Disney. <laughs> uh, which is so specific. But like, you know, I I uh, I almost picked Cabaret. I love Cabaret. If you've mm-hmm. never seen that, that's Maybe a good not. one. Bob Fosse directed that one. Holy cow, very good. Um, also Top Hat is like everyone always cites swing time. Mm-hmm. But like swing time's got some pretty questionable like blackface there's some stuff, stuff and, there's some stuff in there and yeah. and also just like not as to me just not as compelling a story i think top hat is fun top hat's a blast and then ginger and fred astaire dancing uh you know when yeah. are, when are you gonna be wrong watching them do it yep, also chicago fun. chicago is a solid pick chicago too. well i will say uh without chicago there's definitely not um it's not a La La Land, and there's not a Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Yeah, well, Chicago came out and was kind of like, "This is how we do these." Yeah, again, and we're we're reinventing the wheel a bit and, by uh, by following the old blueprint. <laughs> do you think? Do you think this Spielberg film is going to spawn a bunch of uh, prestige filmmakers to try their hands at old <laughs> musicals, re revive some? seven brides and seven brothers and no, shit like that. I, I don't think so. But what I think is very possible is that like a lot of uh, younger, like a, a whole slew of younger kids are going to like potentially be inspired and want to like either make or be in musicals. I, I think this movie <clears throat> has the potential to like be that thing that, you know, there's always something where it's like a kid, like for me, I guess it was Moulin Rouge, but it's like, you got to go see something that you're like, holy shit, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And whether it's whether it's composers that are like, oh, every musical over the last 20 years has been trying to be a pop album. And maybe I should try and be more Leonard Bernstein with my shit mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Stephen being an older guy and whipping that camera all over town. I'm just like, yeah, I think some people might be like, let's get the camera up on a crane and let's see if we can't move around this dance number a little bit. So I, I'm I, I'm excited to see if it 
if it has like a, a lasting influence. But I mean, so far, nobody's gone and seen it. <laughs> so so we're unlikely to see another Spielberg musical because he's checked that box and it took mm -hmm. him so long to do it. Um, do you is there another musical you would want to see him do it? And just like a like if you could choose one for him and his skills, is there another one that you think is visually so intriguing that he could? He he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it and he uh -huh. shouldn't do it, but it would be Miss Saigon. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, it takes place in Vietnam uh, and like, like during the Vietnam war. And there's in, in the production, there's famously like a helicopter lands on stage. Did they did that in uh, Rushmore, right? Uh, well, sort of, but I don't think they were doing Miss Saigon. I don't doing... think they were doing. Oh Miss no, Saigon. they were doing like Platoon or something. Yeah, they were doing Platoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think like it just he's already done the war thing to death, so like he he probably he wouldn't do it. But if I could pick one, I would be like Spielberg, you go make Miss Saigon. Or honestly, yeah. I would I would fire John Chu from Wicked and be like Stephen, go yeah. do Wicked. Um, is there anything coming out that you're excited for, not uh, musical or not? Uh, well, I'm seeing Spider-Man tomorrow. Ooh, and so, Spidey. You know, I hear it's good. Pat I'm Oswald excited, man. We did that. It was the best thing Marvel's ever done or one of the best things. Damn. He well said, done. make sure to see it Thursday night or Friday morning because so you don't the spoilers, get spoiled. spoilers will, will be overflowing. Yeah. yeah. I'm also very, very much eager. And it's kind of like on the opposite side of the coin from the musical thing. Very much looking forward to uh, Macbeth. Oh, I can't wait for Macbeth. Can't wait for Nightmare Alley. Mm hmm. Um, I, I still need to see the original Nightmare Alley. Oh, I or do I? It. Should I should I watch it and then see Guillermo's movie? I think I might I at this point I might see Guillermo's movie and then go backwards. Uh, yeah, you know what? I think either way would be fine. I've seen the original, so I know the general, so I know what, what the thing is. Well, not only that, but I know, uh, how Guillermo, his talents, let's say are going to be utilized. Mm. Uh, there's some aspects of it that are really dark and disturbing and fucked up. And it's like, all right, put that in his hands. <laughs> And he he'll he'll make it kind of, you know, storybook and it's a moral tale mm, cool. and okay. a noir. Gotcha. So it's going to be dark, shadowy, a lot of rain, a lot of people get doing some dastardly things. And I'm all uh, about it. Yeah, I'm, take, I've, I've I'm taking my mom to like... see it for Christmas. Oh, hell yeah. OK, <laughs> yeah. She uh, she and I always go to the movies around Christmas and. Every year, I try to take her to one of my "quote unquote" weird movies because uh -huh. she always made that joke. She's like, "Is this one of your weird movies?" Oh yeah. Oh, this so, is one of those. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> so like we we went to uh, "Girl with the Dragon Tattoo" because she read those books, so she knew what she was getting into. I'm not like a sadistic person. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, I'm a strap in, mom. Here, mom, uh, check it out. Yeah. No, she had read the book, so she knew what she was in for. But yeah, we always see like the kind of r-rated one that's coming out around the holidays so it was like nightmare alley this is what this is what we're doing hell yeah well fun man i think uh i think we did a good job here yay musicals yay musicals sing us a little something sing us out there's a place for line <laughs> oh that's right your your offer only i forgot oh yeah <laughs> 
no, this was fun. I, I am going to go see West Side Story at least one more time in the theater before uh, I'm stuck. You know, what it was it funny. I, I guess that when you texted me earlier and said that you had used your AMC. Oh, yeah. For Maxed the week, it out. <laughs> and, was, and then you only listed two films and one of them was West Side Story. I was like, oh, right, because he's done that twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, but I've already come up with a great idea. I'm going to go see Spider-Man tomorrow and then just uh, go see West Side Story. <laughs> and then movie hop. Yeah, don't don't tell them. Don't tell them I'm doing that. Oh, I, that's fine. They'll just get another popcorn. They'll be fine with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm getting another popcorn. I'm going to see West Side Story for the third time. Peace. Yeah. Wow. That's a long day at the movies, buddy. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't. Who knows? Uh, yeah, you know, it might. Maybe maybe Spidey will not tickle your Spidey senses. No, I have a feeling walk. I'll be like coming out being like, could you believe that so-and-so is... Okay, anyway. I, I don't know what... What are they afraid of? What kind of spoilers? See, that's how un... So it, with this with the multiverse thing that they're doing, uh-huh. they're bringing back people from all kinds of movies. So it's like, who's? it's going to be a little bit of a who's who. Because like, we know Doc Ock is back. And and Willem Dafoe's back and Jamie Foxx is back. Like, that's all... No. What was Jamie Foxx in? He was in the one with Andrew Garfield. He was like oh. Electroshock. So now they're all back? They're all in the movie, which is why everyone's speculating that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in it because with the animated Spider-Verse movie that came out, there were like five Spider-Men, you know? So it's oh. kind of, so they're kind of like, oh shit, are there, is it going to be like that meme with the three Spider-Men pointing at each other? And oh, so, so between and, and then, and not only you know the question mark of are the other spider-man in it but like other other people people who maybe are dead all i care about is if michael keaton shows back up i mean for all we know fucking iron man's in it you know i don't know Uh, yeah robert downey jr might show up in because if they're time hopping multiversing this is brilliant good way to go marvel yeah you got it got got yourself covered on every good level they are good they're like guess what we can fucking bring them back anytime we want (laughs) multiverse baby so yeah that's 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 uh i think that's that's, enough (laughs) see that's great because even someone who's only seen about three quarters of the films mm-hmm. i'm i'm like very good now i'm intrigued even yeah. if it does get spoiled for me and i haven't seen it yet it's like it'll still be fun i can't oh i can't wait yeah. to see all those people on screen doing spidey stuff yeah and they, zendaya and they, big they've, fan they've marvel's been pretty good like if a, if a, if one of their characters has a standalone number three mm-hmm. they've been pretty good at at knocking those out like the third captain america movie is basically an avengers movie sure this Ragnarok seems like it's gonna be like, like, like a, was like yeah, a comedy that totally like we do this now and, yeah you know. even iron man 3 is pretty good it's a christmas movie yeah it's a shame black yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah good. all right jt this was all right, fun. buddy um i'm gonna we're gonna sign off so everyone have a great holiday we'll see you soon we'll, merry we'll be christmas. back merry christmas we love you thanks for sticking around maria <laughs>